I can. I will. I am. Wealth. Health. Prosperity. Abundance. Generosity. Service. Welcome to Growth Against the Grain. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. This is Jermias Riggins, and I am here with my day ones, Jerry Williamson and Mike Purdue. How y'all feeling this morning, fellas? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? I'm excited. I feel I'm good, man. I feel blessed. Blessed, you know, another day to chase after my dreams and, and go after what it is that I want in life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what are we talking about today? So today we're just going to let everyone know how we connect um, and tell everyone a little bit about us individually. This is the first podcast, so we want to give people a little bit of insight into our lives. Um, from there, we'll share some thoughts and ideas on personal development and why is why is right now the perfect time to go ahead and take action. Um, from there, we'll let them know what growth against the grain means to us and let them know why we decided to go with the title growth against the grain and just let everyone know what our definition of success is. So, uh, Jerry, if you want to kind of let everybody know how we connect, uh, well, going way back, way back, uh, man, we, uh, you know, grew up in the same hometown of Jackson, Michigan. Uh, we grew up in the church together. Uh, we've made money together. Man, um, and, and then our families, they deeply rooted. You know, we got uh, Jemiah's mom and uh, my mom, they were close, uh, along with Mike's mom. You know, they were super close. So, you know, it's, it's just so so deeply rooted. And, you know, so, yeah, that just brings us to, to where we are today, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to grow with y'all, man. And not only were we deeply <clears throat> rooted, we always been du- deeply rooted and want money and success. I I remember as kids, everybody else would be looking for uh, snow days so that they can, you know, chill at home, watch movies and stuff. And us, we turning our pajamas around, hoping for it to snow so we can be the first ones up, beating everybody out to the money, shoveling snow. So we just Man. as kids, we always been been after it. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> I mean, Jamari, you remember you remember us, man, when like like. Like we were shoveling snow, and then we started to like try to figure out, man, how do we get a snowblower next? <laughs> <laughs> For real, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we literally bro, started like, thinking, like, man, we gotta save up and get a snowblower. That way, yeah, we can start bro. knocking houses out much faster. <laughs> yeah, and you and you, and you, <laughs> and you look at where we are now, man. Like, like we still got that same mindset. Where we just, you know, we trying to, uh, you know, we're actually just diving deep into where we started at and you know, now we're just trying to you know continue to move that forward so yeah man i'm i'm, I'm super excited y'all super excited about you know connecting with y'all building off of that even just with our upbringing the exposure that we all got just from working out the out at the country club it really really changed our mindset and i can really see how it 
propelled us to want to grow, to want more for ourselves and just seeing, you know, bigger and better and having the opportunity to work with some of topic, some of the top executives and entrepreneurs and successful people around our hometown in Jackson, it really enlightened us and made us aware of, okay, this is something that we can actually be a part of and something that we can do ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely, man. I was, you know, I think that was, was one of the best things that happened to us was the fact that, you know, we went out there. I don't know who it was. Which one of y'all was first that actually went out there first? And I don't even, like, who introduced me to it? I, I'm it, it was actually me and Mike went out there first. Now, I was not, I was 12 years old when we first went out. I was supposed to start at 13. So I honestly ended up not telling them my age because I'm like, I need this money. <laughs> I was like, I ain't telling them my age. I said, I'm about to get to this money. And I remember even when I first got out there, I didn't know the game of golf. I knew nothing about golf. Um, I actually got a, a fair rating my first time going out. So and, and they said one more one more fair rating and I was done. So from oh, then man. on, I, I went back to the to the house. Me and my dad looked up how to caddy, golf rules, and uh, after that, man, I, I ended up becoming the first captain out of our group. Hey, you know what's crazy is I forgot I totally forgot about that. That part right there really like helped instill like it really instilled some stuff in us to go after what we want, you know because. We didn't want to be a blue hat. <laughs> so we put in the work. Like, we literally put in the work to get that white hat, and that was everything to us, man, because, you know, we got the we got picked the first and all of that, man. It was just like, man. And when you, you know, think about it now, bro, good would not give us uh, – help us get to the next level. You had to have great. consecutive excellences. Five consecutive bro, excellences took 100%. you to Then you Yo, needed ten crazy. more consecutive excellences to go to, to cap. Yeah, even for me firsthand, I experienced it with the whole good to excellence. I remember having nine excellence in a row, and it was time for me to level up to my next hat for that 10th excellent, and I ended up getting a good, which made me have oh, to reach. man. But, <laughs> but the funny thing about it, though, and I don't, I don't mean to put it a certain type of way, but Mike, when he only had one more, he kind of got a little cocky attitude, like, man, I'm about to be the and first captain you. in the group. <laughs> and, and, and it ended up it ended up humbling him, for real. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> well, for sure, I was sick. I was so hurt. Because I even told the guy that I, got, that I was caddying for that, you know, this was my final one. And maybe even to him, he might have even seen that I wasn't ready yet. So he gave me a good. And it was a learning experience that I had to grow from. Honestly, yeah, man. And honestly, bro, like, I don't, I really like looking at how y'all was doing it. I don't even un understand how I made it, but knowing me, <laughs> I knew that I was gonna get back up. Like I've always had that in me. Like I'm, I gotta, you know, I gotta, you know, accomplish this, man, so I can feel good about myself. Because once you, once you get a cap, and you're not going back, you know, right? You know, no, nah, no, nah. and that's the same. That's the same thing in life. Once you start reaching. Certain levels of success and a certain mentality, your your thoughts right. are gonna Nobody be there can take already, that from you. You gotta work yeah, too good. Exactly. There. Knowledge is power, fellas. All right. So from here, uh Jerry, um, 
Mike, if y'all want to kind of let everybody know about you a little bit individually. So just breaking down a little bit about myself. So like they stated before, we all have a, a huge church background. We all grew up in the church, raised in the church. Um, our family is deep rooted in that from our grandparents on. And moving from there, I have a sports background growing up through elementary, high school, and eventually on to college. I always played sports just for an outlet to put my attention towards. So I played basketball, football, and end up going on to Fair State where I played for a couple years and then eventually graduating from Central Michigan with a bachelor's degree in sociology with the concentration in social and behavior science. And with that, you know, it, it kind of gave me the the start of learning about people and then moving forward to learning about myself and starting to figure out, you know, as of late, what does it take to be successful? So I, I started to question, like, what are the highly successful and the most powerful people doing in their lives to propel themselves? And that's what brought us here. You know, we started feeding off each other, sending information back and forth, YouTube videos, uh, book ideas, uh, different books and stuff like that. Um, that just really started to grow my knowledge on this whole personal development and self-improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, me, myself, uh, I, like y'all, I grew up in the church. You know, my mom and them, they actually split when I was around eight. Well, I would say like later than that. So like 10, 10, 11 years old or whatever. And they got, they ended up getting away from the church and it exposed me to a whole different world that I wasn't, you know, used to, man. I was, I was so sheltered and things of that nature, you know. Um, but <clears throat> uh, when, when I, when they left the church, it definitely gave me a perspective on the world and how people really are, man. And it kind of just like threw me into like the jungle, man. <laughs> like, like that's how it felt, man. Because I just like I had a whole different perspective on you know just just life in general. And it was, I mean, it was it was actually one of the best things that ever happened to me because like I was able to get exposed earlier um, to to just just the lions, man, <laughs> you know, and how things really are. Um, but I, you know, I ended up moving to Lansing, going to high school up there, you know, met some really great people, then moved back to Jackson where I uh, ended up graduating from Jackson High School like the rest of us. Um, and I lived in Jackson for up until my you know, 22nd birthday, moved to Chicago, um, which is where I met my my first mentor. Then I met my girlfriend, you know, started a couple of businesses out there. Um, and my girlfriend, uh, me and my girlfriend, we actually moved after living in Chicago, after myself living in Chicago for five years, I moved with her down to Tennessee, you know, and where, where I took on entrepreneurship full time. So, yeah, it was, you know, now I'm just, uh, now I'm just trying to grow from there. Nice. So for me, 
like they said, we all was in church together. Um, and you know, the, the church we grew up in, it was pretty strict. There was a, it was a lot of rules where you couldn't do a lot of things. And, uh, from having that, you know, I definitely, I definitely have a, a lot of good things that came out of that, but from being so sheltered, when I finally got out of high school and went to college, man, I, I went wild, man. I, I ended up wanting to be at every party, <laughs> Mr. Turn Up. It even got to the point they was calling me Ratchet J because I, I, was, I was so wild just turning up and, you know, having fun, drinking, you know, smoking, everything all the time. And it got to a point where I just got sick of it. Um, I got sick of feeling like I had no purpose, feeling like I was going nowhere in life. And uh, what actually ended up, what actually ended up making me realize that there's more to life and, and actually made me settle down a little bit is I started bodybuilding um, and bodybuilding gave me my first discipline. You know, I, I had never been disciplined before, but in order to be a bodybuilder, you have to be disciplined. You have to wake up at a certain time, get your cardio in. You have to eat. Everything is weighed out. Your diet has to be perfect just for you to, to hop on stage. And when I first told people that I was going to become a bodybuilder and I told them one day I'm going to be Mr. Michigan uh, and people laughed at me. So when, when they laughed at me, I used that as fuel and I started to tap into personal development and, and learning about the different powers within and about how powerful all of us are individually if we actually truly believe that we can have and accomplish something. And from doing that, my first bodybuilding show, I went and took first place in my class. And, you know, a, a few years later, I actually ended up accomplishing that Mr. Michigan goal that I had. And it's like those same people that laughed all of a sudden became supporters. So that one instance alone actually showed me don't don't base your life upon what other people are going to say. You got to have something within yourself and you got to have a goal and a drive within yourself in order to succeed. So that that's kind of pushed me and it's been a guide for me for everything else in life. Now I sell cars um, at the Jermaine Honda Ann Arbor dealership in Ann Arbor. Never sold cars before. Uh, my friend Mitch. He got the job and he was doing well and told me about it. And I came in and they ended up hiring me strictly off of his word, which I, you know, I greatly appreciate. And I've, I've had some decent success there as well. And, and I've learned a lot from sales. You know, I've gotten comfortable hearing the word. No, I'm not afraid to hear the word. No, I know every no gets me closer to a yes. And if I hear a no, what can I do to turn that no into a yes? So, I've just been learning all throughout life, um, and and I feel this is still just the beginning. There's there's more. I know I'm gonna hear more no's and and whatever I do. I know I'm gonna have more people doubt me and whatever I do. But I'm gonna keep going. I'm motivated. Uh, I'm self motivated. Uh, I don't I don't need nobody to believe in me. I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna keep grinding. And I got some big goals, some big dreams that I will accomplish as long as God allows me to stay here on this earth. And just just adding to that, I I wanted to say. Knowledge is power. And what I mean by that is having the opportunity after college to actually explore several different careers. Um, as far as I've done a little contracting work um, and landscaping, I, I interned for a short period of time for doing human resources. And now I'm in sales. Um, it gave me the opportunity to learn and take different tools from each position that I've had. So just going off of that, even now being in car sales, I've been able to 
learn a lot about credit, financing, negotiation, and having better communication skills and stuff that has helped me propel myself moving forward and just overall learning and soaking up more game. And to be able to share this knowledge to family and friends, I feel like that's key too. Just having that knowledge, um, it has allowed me to give back to my family and share, you know, tools that they may have or may not have known before. I agree. It also, you know, shows it, it shows what true belief can can do. Uh, maybe their dreams might not have been as big as ours. They might not have been able to even see the things that we've been able to see, but they provided us with the opportunities for growth. And now we're the next generation to take oh, yeah. it to the next level. So why do you feel that now is the right time for us to just well, take this? Well, I feel like, you know, with this whole pandemic going on, um, you know, it gives us a lot of, uh, it's like, like the universe has spotted us time equity and people really don't understand time equity, man. And that's just basically being able to control your whole, uh, your whole 24 hours to basically come up with as many opportunities as you can. Um, and a lot of people always ask for time, you know, you know, if, if, if only I had time to do that, you know, to do this and that. Well, the universe has gave, given all of us a blessing, you know. He said, <laughs> you know, he, he was like, okay, y'all, y'all can have it now. What y'all going to do with it? And uh, a lot of people, you know, they don't realize how creative they are. But because they're so used to being told what to do, they don't even tap into their creativity. You know, they, they like they still got to work on themselves up there um, and. And, and, you know, it just says a lot about us, man. Like, we, we're we always the ones uh, that's trying to grow and trying to create new opportunities and things like that. So it just brings us all together to, to this platform here where we, we all decided to collaborate and just be like, yeah, man, let's do this thing. Yeah, and like you said, with this pandemic going on, the way I look at it is I can either uh, use this time to sit back and, and wait until everything is back to normal or I could take massive action now and come out of this better than I came in than I came into it uh, I, I, I tell my family and, and, and my friends all the time I'm like God actually gave us some time where you don't have to go to work you don't have to go out Man. with your friends go hang out <laughs> with nobody and it's okay it's okay like this is the time for you to yeah, work bro. on yourself and yeah. that's okay <laughs> You know, and, and it's a blessing in disguise. There's, there's, you, you can always look at a situation and, and try to find the wrong. Yes, a, a lot of bad things are going on, but the way I look at it, uh, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. So um, I actually uh, just listened to Grant Cardone's uh, 10X book, and he said the way that he attacks his, his day each day is he, th- he does what's called the rocking chair experiment. And he puts himself in a place uh, mentally where he's 90 years old and uh, on the rocking chair. And he actually used an example of at 90, he could be sitting there like, man, I wish I would have rode a helicopter. He said, and or he could be at 90 like, man, 
I rode helicopters. I was able to go here. I was able to go there. And he said, but at 90 years old, either you chased after what it was that you wanted in life or, or you didn't. So why not take that chance? Rather you go for your dreams or not. If you don't go for your dreams, you're guaranteed not to accomplish them. So if I go for my dreams, there's a chance. I at least have a chance of success. And I'd rather have that percentage yeah. of a chance than no chance at all. Uh, if I fail, at least I tried. I was going to fail if I didn't try regardless. Mm-hmm. So why not take massive action now? Why not learn more? Why not try to become better and, and try to make myself better? I got younger brothers that I know I have to inspire, and I want to show them the way. I didn't have nobody showing me other than the the country club and, and you know, seeing different examples that way in order to have, you know, the greater things in life. No one inspired me for that. Everyone always tell me, you know, you know, go to school to, to, just to work a nine to five. Nothing is wrong with a nine to five. But do I want to work a nine to five my whole life? No, my not my nine to five is supposed to help me build my dreams. Absolutely. I, that's the only reason I'm, I'm working a nine to five is to save up and to learn ways to build my dream. You're either working someone else's dream or you're working your dream. Which one do you want? Absolutely. <laughs> and, the, and just going off of that too, for me, it's personal. It's personal. After last year, I lost my grandfather. I lost my father. And that just went to show for me that it's time to take control of my life. And, also with that, it just showed me, too, that life is so short and we only have a certain amount of time here on this earth to fulfill our purpose. Right. So for me personally, I felt like, OK, it's time to take action. It's time to be 10x. It's time to start going for the things that I want and desire and to stop, you know, letting all the exterior forces and life bring me down. Facts. Yeah, definitely. Which, 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 and definitely, you know, uh, like you know, I guess that brings us to, you know, why, why did we go with the title "Growth Against the Grain"? You know that that speaks volumes to exactly what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> you know, absolutely not, not, not letting anything that's out there really stop us from uh, pursuing what we want to pursue. You know, so. and and the reason the growth against the grain, like. Uh, Jerry actually came up with the title, but I gave an illustration of you'll sometimes see that random flower that grew out of a crack of a sidewalk. Now, now, if that random flower, that flower had to persist because it's not in the ideal soil. It's not getting the same sunlight. It's not surrounded by other flowers. It's that one flower, that one flower that grew up out of that crack. And, and it's like, when I think of that one flower, it's like, I can be that flower in life. You know, yes, I did I grow up um, with with a silver spoon? Some may think yes, but, you know, I've been told no a lot of times as well. So, yes, I was blessed where, you know, I had parents that were able to take care of me and I never lacked for anything. But but I, I still, you know, grew up in Jackson, the south side of Jackson, um, and when people think of those growing up in the South side of Jackson, they don't think of them having more in life. They don't think of them having great success. And I believe that we can still do it. Like we, we have so many examples, even in our community that have, that have made it. And for example, you know, I don't even know him personally, but chaos Williams now in the UFC, uh, Kari Willis, who I do know personally pursued his dream and 
and it's now in the NFL. It's possible. But it's those flowers that's growing up out of the cracks. It's those flowers that's that's not not making up an excuse. They're gonna find a way to make it happen. So growth against the grain, it just it just it just hit right. Oh, yeah. it Persistence, hit. diligence, all of that. It, it just goes to show, you know, where we come from and what it takes. You know, we don't have the answers. We haven't had the answers. And just from there, you know, growing up through that resistance, you know, we're able to collect new tools, new knowledge, new opportunities, and take it to the next level. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I think that, the you know, the best thing that we can do is just simply lead by example, you know. Like, we – and with us not having all the answers and things like that, we're, we're actively going out and seeking new information to apply so we can, uh, you, we can accomplish what we want to accomplish and hope to inspire, the, the, you know, the people coming up under us like our brothers – you know, and like like the, the the kids at the King Center and all of that, man. Like you know, like you really just never know who you're going to inspire. Definitely. But uh, you know, all you have, all you can do is just go for your dreams and uh, hope to inspire the next generation. With that being said, what is the definite like? What does success mean to you all individually? Now, I did look up the definition of success, and the definition of, of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Um, another definition was favorable or desired outcome, also the attainment of. What does success mean to you individually? What will make you feel successful? For me, what will make me successful is service. I would say that's just outright the best way to do it is giving back giving back to the community, giving back to the youth, giving back to my family, to my friends. And whichever way that I can, either if it's teaching them how to grow themselves, teaching them how to eat better, um, teaching them how to start moving towards their best version of their self, that's what I feel is success. And seeing, you know, not just my flower grow, but just like a tree, seeing all the other branches around me start to blossom, that's the definition of success and a life of fulfillment. Because like you were saying, once you do get to that rock and tear point when you're 80, 90 years old and you see how much impact you've had on the world, I believe that's when you can actually sit back and say, okay, that was a life worth living and I'm accomplished. Yeah, bro. That's, that's huge that's because nice. like one of my biggest quotes is by, I forget his name, but he says that if you help, if you only help yourself, uh, you'll live a small life. But if you help enough people, you'll be just fine. You know, and that's really everyone's, you know, nobody wants to die alone, man. Like, you know, and you feel you feel so alone when you all you're doing is just helping yourself, helping yourself. And if you actually sharing what you're learning and all of that with the next generation, you know, the next person, you know, Imagine, you know, the impact by default that you can have on people, man. By and that's just simply by, you know, having that passion to uh, share that knowledge with other people. And like you, again, you just really don't under, you really don't know who you're helping, man. Like you really, what they call building real estate in their head, you know, where they they're going to think about you no matter what. Like when you die, dang, he taught me that, you know, or he, he showed me that, or something. And 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 forever you're going to have that impact and, and your name is going to be ring, man. It's going to be part of your legacy. 
And one thing is there is an abundance. There, it's it's not like I gotta get it for myself and and I I gotta I gotta keep all the knowledge. I gotta be the one because if I if if I don't if I got it, then that means other people can't have it. No, I want to get it and help other yeah, people bro. get it. There's an abundance. Everything that God yeah. makes, He makes it abundantly. Exactly. There's an abundance of birds chirping. There's an abundance of, yeah. of trees. Abundance of grass. There's abundance of everything. Preach, Jemai. There's abundance of money. <laughs> there's there's, <laughs> there's a certain it's it's a reason why those and that top one percent are the top percent. They they understand that. They understand that there's an abundance. They understand that I can have yeah. any and everything that I want to have. And and we we can have it, bro. I, I'm truly inspired. I truly feel that we can have everything that we want. Um, do we have everything right now? No. But those people that that got it that are at the top, they didn't have it either. They had to dream it first. You first got to see it and believe it before you can have it. Because if you don't see it and believe it, you can't have it because it's not yeah. real to you. I know. I know. I noticed the first episode, y'all. We getting fired up. I know we wanted to keep it super short. <laughs> We could go all day, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want it to. I don't want it to go super crazy. And uh, go too too deep. Too yeah, deep. yeah, yeah. We we hey. hold some. We hold some for the episode. Right. Episode. With that being said, too, I wanted to share the thought okay. for the day. And this is by Abraham Maslow, and he said, "If you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be." unhappy all the days of your life and that just really resonated with me yeah bro that's deep that's yeah. deep man well hey i hope y'all have a good day keep inspired man and and we, we got more heat that's coming for everybody man we're gonna we're gonna like like nipsey say hustle and motivate you know we ain't got it but we we hustling for it and we're gonna motivate along oh, yeah. the way uh, you know we ain't got all the answers, and and I know that God is gonna put the right people in our lives. He's gonna He's gonna put the right people in our lives to help us get what it is that we want in life. We just gotta keep pushing yeah. and keep believing. Yep, failing forward, yes, sir. Um, do you all do you all before we all right, you know, leave off the podcast? Um, do you all have any recommendations regarding stuff that people can just pick up right now or start listening to? Uh, to get inspired, to start feeling, you know, get them motivated or pushing towards their dreams. Y'all have any recommendations regarding that? One book that I, I I would recommend as a starter is The Magic of Believing. I believe it's by Claude Bristol. Um, don't quote me on that, but but it is the title is definitely The Magic of Believing. You don't have to spend no money on it. You can actually go right to YouTube and pull up the audio book and listen to it. Everybody got time right now. Tell oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no reason not to. But but first, you got to believe. So that, that's a, a great place. You are correct. It is, Claude Bristol. And just adding on to that, that's very good, would be Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. is a very good book to just get you started, to get you in that mindset and think and go, grow rich by Napoleon Hill. That's also a great one too to get started yeah, that, with. That rich dad poor dad. That was one of my game changing books that I read that um, really helped inspire me to become an entrepreneur. Uh, but I would say for me, um, read the Compound Effect, man. 
it, it really shows you it's, it's by I believe Daryl Hardy or something like that but that book really helps you start to build habits that will transform into a lifestyle for you you know building daily habits so yeah read that book too um, for sure well hey this is the the end of podcast one let's, uh, let's go together alright together fellas yeah, and we all just want to change. Can't remain the same. We are growing against the pain. Blessings don't come from the zones where it don't rain. Thanks for tuning in. The growth against the grain. Grain, 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 grain. Thanks for tuning in. The growth against the grain. Grain, grain.